Welcome to the Man Up Podcast. I'm with the wolf. I solve problems. A spiritual oasis for men. We're not pastors, just regular guys. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. So, for the uncommon man, created by equally uncommon men, this is Man Up. Welcome, everybody. Uh, this is Man Up. Podcast number 124. Hard to believe, and we're glad you're here. And where is here? Here at Sugarland Baptist Church, Sugarland, Texas. Grab a globe, spin it around. Bang! You're probably in blue, but that's water. So find Texas. Southeast side or southeast corner of Texas is Houston. Southwest side of Houston is Sugarland. And man, are we glad for fall has started and playoff baseball. So <laughs> we're happy and we're here. Uh, my name is Bill Cox. I am the director of Man Up, which is a adult Bible fellowship here at Sugarland Baptist Church. And we put this podcast together. And what we do, we're not pastors, we're just regular guys, but we're bending the rules again because we're bringing in Pastor Larry Post. We're letting him back in. So. <clears throat> He's got he, he's got a waiver, so <laughs> so. But we have a great panel here, and we want to give a shout out to Kyle Trahan, who's putting miles on his truck. He's out there. He's not able to join us. That's Deacon Kyle. So, so we stepped up, and we got a pastor here instead. So, but we are in the Connect Three Hundred and Sixty. As you know, we go through. Uh, different studies, and this is Pillars, the Ten Commandments, and I'm telling you, I have been convicted by this. I, I can't. T- I've been in church my whole life, and I haven't studied necessarily the Ten Commandments very often. And I'm telling you what, going back to the root, it's it's really been enlightening. I, I, honestly, I, I'll be honest with you, I wasn't really looking forward to the study. I thought it was going to be archaic, but man, I, I'm telling you, a, a fresh look, uh, it's, it's, it's really been wonderful for me. And what this is, man up, uh, spiritual oasis, and I, that's what I really feel this is. We don't have, as men, we don't have the opportunity to talk about faith things. And, and if you're listening, and you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook. We're now on iHeartRadio, and we also have a website, which is man-spiritualoasis.com. And you can post questions on there, and we'll go ahead, and we will answer them at this podcast. But I consider these guys my mentor as I go through this faith journey. And it's a lifelong journey, and Faith is, is, is a muscle. It needs to be exercised on a regular basis. And that's what we do here, and that's why I hope that you're joining. Just want to let you know the basic format of what we do. We, <clears throat> we go around because men, and we know each of you are busy, and we're happy that you downloaded this podcast and are joining us. But what we do is we do a basic overview because we know not each study speaks to everybody the same way. But then we'll go through the scripture, which is pretty short with the commandments, 
And then we dive deeper and we peel each layer of the onion back. And what we also do is try to put practical and updated applications and what we see that as a society that we're doing and also as individuals that we are doing and that we are observing. So we also understand that each of you men out there are very different. And so we've assembled a great panel here for this panel discussion and each of them are different. And that's why I introduce them not only by their profession, but also maybe what they do as an avocation. For example, me, I'm basically a salesman, but on the side, I'm kind of a writer and an actor. We also have here Steve Titch. He is a world-class policy writer, but he's also a professional gambler. We have Mr. Larry Post, who's a pastor. His profession previously was as what? A finance guy, right? An accountant, okay? But he's also a pastor. We have Michael Cropper, who's an attorney. He's a prosecutor. He's also a diver. He does all sorts of fun stuff. He's an attorney. He's a prosecutor. He could defend you. He could throw the book at you, you know. <laughs> you might identify with him. And then also back from the work release program... <laughs> and I am sorry, we have an open door policy here, and Robert Koshu rung in right as we were as we as we were wrapping up last week's podcast because he was getting wined and dined, and you know he's a high roller. That's right. Yeah, two weeks ago. And, oh, last two weeks week ago. Was... And, and, and so, and, and I texted him back. I go, "Open door, open door policy. Door is closing." <laughs> <laughs> but he is a world class trainer. But we also call him the professor because he is totally into the different versions of the different things about the Bible. So. Without any further ado, we're in the Ten Commandments. This is from Baptist Way Press, outstanding series that they put out. Worthy of respect, and we are commanded to honor our parents. And so I want to basically just go around and get a brief overview from each of the panelists. going to start with uh, Professor Koshu. Yeah, so I am back from, and I'm going to say it this way, the Oil Boomtown of Midland, Texas, and oh, if, you have not, if you have not been to Midland in the past five years, go. It's a boom town in every sense of the word um, right now. Um, so I, I want to, this is going to be a really, really good one because, so I'm going to touch back a little bit this week and then I'm going to tee up this week. So we've talked from the beginning about the commandments being a vertical and a horizontal. The vertical is all about our relationship with God. You know, I am the Lord your God. Have no other gods before me. Um, don't take the Lord's name in vain. No images. Right, no graven images. And then last week, on the Sabbath and keep it holy. It's a linchpin because it's not only honor the Sabbath because it is the Lord's day. Vertical. And I was very happy to hear you guys discuss for on the second part of it, which is for in six days God created the earth and the, on the seventh he rested. And how men need to have a rest period or a period where they're relaxing and thinking and refreshing and recharging. That's very, very important for us. 
And so it's a linchpin because it's in the middle. It has the about God part. It also is about us. Because starting with this commandment, we're going to talk about the horizontal part of the commandment, which is how we as human beings relate to each other. And frankly, I'm, I'm going to tee Steve up. <laughs> this, is, this is the part that we need to have some very serious conversations about from a culture perspective. Excellent. You know, and and how that? we do that. Because now we're into the part where it affects everything and everybody. Excellent. Mr. Steve Titch. Well, yep. Thanks. <laughs> I'm on the spot now. But, but I, this is what I was going to say. This is Here we get um, the idea of the family unit being, not, but not only, it's being confirmed as one of the most stable way to create and build a society. Uh, and we have it coming from God in this commandment, honor your father and mother. And it's, it's, that's the way the commandment is given. It is not honor your parents. There is specifically honor your father and mother. There are roles being laid out. And, but to take this to, to the cultural aspect, and I, and I urge you, if you haven't, to go back to uh, podcast 119, where we kind of did a whole kind of introductory show on the Ten Commandments, and we talked about the idea of the nihilistic tendencies of today, of the desire to simply tear down things and not replace them. In our society today, the family is under attack. There is nothing really that can replace it in terms of stability and in terms of creating a foundation for a civilized society. What we're being told that today is that you can. Oh, the government can, the state can, you, you, uh, single parents are, work the same way. I'm not saying every family is perfect, I'm saying it's the best way and we get that you know, we, I'll stop here because we get it certainly biblically it's there but even if you want to go secularly I can point that out as well um, <laughs> alright and I will you're nodding your head you're simply if you want to take a look at it from a purely anthropological standpoint we have hundreds of thousands of years of social evolution built around the family unit mother, father, children um, that's the, basically the foundation. And if you want to be totally anthropological about it, you can say it worked so well that when monotheism developed, the people that developed it cr thought this family unit was so good, they, cre they credited its creation to their benevolent God. So, if you want to take the Bible out of it, there. <laughs> Christians, you can say, basically the family, the family ideal comes from God and it's God-endorsed. God Dude, that was awesome. <laughs> oh, there, and there's the, there's the financial. Whoop, let, let, let's finish the room. Right there, wow. there's the financial there stuff. Wow, that was awesome. <laughs> Pastor Post, go ahead. You follow that. I'm not going to follow that. Well, I'm going to simply follow it by kind of keying off of both of these and say, yes, this, this obviously, this, this commandment, the fifth commandment, uh, does help us to shift from our vertical relationship, mm -hmm. which is, you, you can almost visualize the cross here. You've got that vertical relationship where we're ador adoring God and everything that that entails. But it also, if you visualize the outstretched arms, 
it becomes that relationship with our fellow man. But this has a bit of a more unique relationship or uniqueness to it because this seems to be a transitional commandment and it's meant to cast special sacredness, if you will, on and around the parental relationship. Mm -hmm. So God, God, I think God puts it in the middle here to, to provide a bit of a bridge between that vertical and that horizontal. And I think we can even take it one step further because Jesus felt that it was necessary because if you go into Matthew 22, 36 through 40, he, uh, Jesus was asked, he says, Teacher, what is the greatest commandment in the law? And he said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and foremost commandment. And the second is, You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Of these there is no greater commandment, and it is above the law and the prophets. So Jesus took that and he pulled both of those together and carved out that special niche, as Steve was talking about, for the family relationship there. And it also, and we're going to probably talk about this in a lot more detail, but there's also a parallel between the family relationship between the, the children and the, mo the mother and the father and us as adopted children between our relationship between us and God. And so, and now I want you, you fellows out there that are listening, I think you understand. This is typically the No Church Answer Tour. We have a, a huge variety. I had to lift my level up in order to even understand what Larry was saying. So if you're not all that sophisticated, wait for my answer. Because you'll probably relate to me. But uh, <laughs> judge, you're a I can't say much more than what they've said other than folks that uh, I firmly believe Steve mentioned it. Today's society, folks, we don't have respect for police officers. We don't have respect for government. Now, the politicians that have, have earned our disrespect. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yes, our, our basic respect, uh, the basic unit, is our family. And I hope we get to talk about maybe how do you teach your children respect? Because respect will go out to you, then out to the parents, the grandparents, great parents, and, and ultimately, their relationship with you will reflect on the, on, on the relationship with God himself. If they don't have respect for you, they're not going to have respect for God. Or it's that simple. Else. Yeah, and, and, and one thing I want to point out, folks, uh, you may or may not have heard this, but our author does bring out one thing that's really, really great and uh, a controversy has to do with what I was just talking about. Uh, I don't know if any of you were around in 1979, but the major triumph for the moment movement in Sweden was that in 1979, it became I read that. Remember that, guys? Y'all? <laughs> go, go, go I remember when they said it, and I didn't believe it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I said, up. it's not going to happen. I had to go look at that. 64. And I, yeah, yeah mm -hmm. look, it says uh, there was a major movement in Sweden, and they actually outlawed parents spanking their children. Now, we've tried to do that in this country, but it hasn't been successful 100%. And second, that not only did they outlaw parents spanking their children in Sweden, but they passed a law that said children could divorce their parents. Now, folks, how disrespectful, how dishonoring, how stupid can you be? 
I mean, where are they going to learn how to live in society? Where are they going right. to learn how to do their homework? How are they going to learn the very simplest things in life if they don't have their parents to direct? Right. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and uh, do some interpretive reading of the, <laughs> of the scripture. Exodus 20, 12. Honor your father and your mother, that your days may be prolonged in the land which the Lord your God gives you. Channeling Charles and Hester. Okay, so, so before we do this, because, because I really want to go down the culture road. Okay. But but I want, let's do it. I want oh, wait, to wait, 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 wait. I want a level set for just a moment, okay? For all of our listeners out there, in no way are we to mean that you may abuse your children, disrespect your children, do anything wrong towards your children. There is just a strong but biblical decree in Ephesians chapter six verse one that starts out with children obey your parents and the Lord for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with the promise that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. This is the part I want everybody to hear. Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Darn. I know. Uh, but, but, but I wanted to say that because I, I recognize that because our society has gone so wacko because we started out with not respecting parents and everybody else as Mike said that there are parents who do not know how to parent and we have had to I I am praising the Lord my children are older now because it was bad enough when they were younger I see what some of the parents today do I, I was amazed at the complaints on Facebook after Tropical Storm and Melda came through about all these parents that were complaining about having to wait in line to pick their kids up. The district may have blown the deal, but that was the policy to pick your kids up. <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> you know, it was, right. but it, it was just one of those. So I want to kind of, because I do want to have this culture discussion, mm-hmm. yeah. but I want to level set that we are in no way meaning that the, that the kids sit over in the corner, shut up, don't say, eat your porridge. That is not what we are saying here. Okay, I'm going to let Steve. I'm going to let Steve jump out. No, go ahead. What do you mean by don't exasperate your children, fathers? I, I Let's really, go a little bit further. Okay, okay, yeah, 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 okay. I, I really think. What, how do you interpret that? Don't play sport with them. Well, I, I think it's. It, I think it's you can do that because I no, enjoy. No, no, I'm the guy that body checked his own son playing broom ball. Mm-hmm. He was a teenager. No, no, no. He was big when I did it. But go, go ahead. Say, say what I'm talking that. about is don't play sport with them when a child is wanting something. When they want direction, okay. there's yeah. I've seen okay. parents that, is that I've seen parents that when their child really wants some kind of direction, sure. some kind of leadership. And the parent plays sport to, with them to try tries to be coy, hopefully that the child will find their own way or find the right meaning. Just tell them. Just tell them. Yeah. Help, Help them. them. It's your child. And, and the other thing I'll, I'll tag on to that with, I think it's also, parents, hear me very carefully here. Your first job is not to be your children's best friend. Oh your job God. is to be their 
parent with all that entails, with everything there is to, to be a part of that. Because and, and I say this so everybody knows I'm a trainer, right? Part of my training life for a very long period of time was onboard. So you hired on with the company, you got to see me for six weeks, very unfortunate for you. But that <laughs> meant but that also meant I had to deal with all these kids whose parents had never disciplined them, who had never done anything. And oh my God, they didn't understand. What, I can't be 15 minutes late to work every day? No, you have to be on time. You have to do your assignments. You can't sit on your cell phone. I'm just, you know, so I just, I, I want to just, but you know, we can talk a little bit. But I wanted to just level set that a little bit. Good, before we, because I really want to go into the other part. Good. Let me key off of that real quick. The first word in this commandment is honor. Honor. Now, I want to draw a very... Mm -hmm. distinct difference here because notice it doesn't say love. I think purposefully God drew a very distinction there Ooh. sharp distinction Ooh. between and loving and Absolutely. goes exactly to what Absolutely. you're saying there you and go. I also want to say that while loving goes both ways I think honoring goes both. Agrees. Church answer. Okay. Church answer. No, no, but that's an important. That's a, that's that is a, that's a, that's a, that honoring, and, and because I think it also sort of. plays into how do you build the respect. But just, just to, um, yeah, you you would you you were asked me. I mean, the other the other the other piece of scripture that goes along with Ephesians is Colossians three yep. twenty, which is even better than exasperate. Uh -huh. um, Three uh, that I just lost. Three twenty-one actually, but three twenty is again the restatement: children obey your parents in everything. This pleases the Lord. But then twenty-one says, fathers, do not embitter your children. Ooh, yes. Or they'll, or they will become discouraged. And so, but I, on my end, because you went to me, and I, and I know that there's a difference of opinion on this. I, I do not, I do not believe in hitting children. Um, I don't think. Um, I don't. I, all that I think teaches them that hitting hitting people mm -hmm. is a way of solving problems. Uh, if you and uh, that aside, and, and plus I don't. I'll, I'll go back to as my case in point to what uh, what Robert's saying. Parents, there, there, there may be parents who can minister corporal punishment, and maybe they're very good at it, and probably they're a little older. These days, I've seen parents haul off on kids in supermarkets, and it's clear the parents themselves are out of control. Yes, and, and that is not—that is not what what you want to be doing. And because what they're, you're teaching the kid is, don't let dad get out of control. <laughs> yep. yep. Because when dad's out of control, it's not that don't break, don't do anything you want, just make sure dad doesn't get out of control, dad doesn't find out about it, because then it becomes a situation where they're, that's what they're learning. And, and I think the tendency, the tendency I think these days, and, and because we're, we're in latter days... It's you know, extremes. I, it's and extremes. I think, I think I think the older generation... You mean, oh, I'd administer their, their kids a beating or whatever. Um, these days, I don't think, for the very reasons we're talking about with family issues, I don't think parents and fathers are equipped with the emotional maturity to hand out corporal punishment. I think it's handed out more often in anger than in discipline. That's, I would, I that's like and I'd say, that's, I'd say, wow. that's, well, cause, cause that's wow. why I'd say, so no I did. parent, in this day, in yep. 2019, no parent should be hitting a kid. Yep. 
See, I did it, but I my rules. We don't and, agree. And we, okay, I'll, 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 I'll lay my rules out. So we did it. It was over with before the kids were five, mm-hmm. and because by then I figured out other things worked much better. Yeah. Um, but ours was you ran into the street, you got a swat on the butt. I wanted mm-hmm. you to associate mm-hmm. running in the street will hurt you, and that okay. was okay. a. Mm-hmm. But that was my. But it wasn't like sit there, pound, 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 pound. Mm-hmm. It was one good whack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, get mm-hmm. your attention. But that was our mm-hmm. rules for for corporal, was that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. You know, because I, I agree with you that, that today's, I mean, put it this way. So I am not going to dog anybody who games, but if you're a parent, if you're gaming at any point when your children are awake, you need to take your PlayStation out into the, into oh. the garage and mm-hmm. beat it with a sledgehammer until it's over mm-hmm. with. Yeah. Because it is totally not appropriate at that point. Okay. Uh, right, one of these guys, I know, I know. There's anxious people for to rebut no, me. No, so no, 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 no. What was the word that was used? Parents don't what your children exasperate. That was one of them. And embitter. 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 Let me offer another word there to maybe clarify that. What about frustrate? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, yeah. I got that exasperation. Don't frustrate your children. Mm-hmm. And frustrating can cover an awful mm-hmm. lot of things. Right. And mm-hmm. because if you send the wrong signal, Robert said that he was concerned about his children running into the street in the same way mm-hmm. that he was concerned about his child probably putting mm-hmm. his hand on a hot stove yep. mm-hmm. or any of those things. Sure. There's mm-hmm. a purpose there. There's a message there. It's quick. And there was mm-hmm. no frustration. The message was very clear. But if you're wishy-washy, if mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. causing your children to say, okay, I can't do this, but I can do this. What's the difference? That exasperates. And that exasperates. There you go. <laughs> well, I use the term play sport. And the reason why I use that term is because there's this parent that I know. He's got two sons. I've heard him argue with his kids on both sides of the coin. The same subject, he's argued for it, he's argued against it. Now, he's not giving his son's direction. All he's doing is playing sport like a tennis match. And he's frustrated. And he's frustrated. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But he gets a kick out of it. Well, that's, that's and not that, parenting. That's and that's not parenting, mean. absolutely. That's being, that's being sadistic. And that's right. honoring yes. the child. Absolutely. 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 Now, as far as uh, corporal punishment, me, uh, I did too. I have two, two daughters and a, and a, a son. Notice Steve used the word beating and hitting. I never beat or hit my children. I spanked them. That's very important because if you have a certain opinion, you're, you may embellish. <laughs> oh, the judge! Oh, okay. The yes. judge breaks out yeah, the legal well, books. Yes. One, one of my daughters only took one spanking, mm-hmm. never did anything again. Mm-hmm. Another one took three to five. The son took about ten. <laughs> but it's about right. Here, here, yeah. Here's what we had. This is important. Steve has a great son. Think the world mm-hmm. of him. He may not have ever had to spank him. He may not be. He may be in the character that doesn't 
Very true. Heads because there Very are many, true. many different characters. Like I said, my middle daughter, all it took was one time. Never heard a problem. She said, I learned that. The other two were. So it, it, a lot of, whether, you may not even ever have to spank your child or do what we call corporal punishment because of their character. Absolutely. And I totally agree with you, Judge, because I was raised on a farm. I needed to get beat. And, I, and I tested I, the limits. <laughs> that's right. And and you know what? My son is a good kid. I spanked him a few times, but my daughter was the one that pushed the limits. Yep. I spanked her more because she's like me. Whereas I know Steve's kid. Steve's kid is awesome. I can't believe that he, there was Steve would ever be tempted to, but he didn't need it. You know what I'm saying? It's an. It really is a case by case basis. I had four sisters, and you can add up the spankings that my dad gave to all my sisters, and I still beat them all. I still <laughs> had more. more. I, I had more. I had more spankings. You wanted to beat well, them, but and, you got more. And, and, and I think, That's and I think this goes back to this goes back to this illustrates what where we started, and this will take a circle back to honor your father and your mother. This is all about discipline, and all about respect and all about honor, yeah. and all about those things. And I think that is how we'd circle back to where we could start with the conversation on the other piece. I thought this was going to be a short podcast, <laughs> but the guys are lit up. We have to take a hard break. This is Man Up, Special Oasis for Men, podcast number 124. Hard to believe. And we will be right back. You are listening to the Man Up Spiritual Oasis for Men podcast. Originating out of Sugarland, Houston, Texas, USA, it's the faith-based man podcast that women enjoy too. Called authentic, timely, and unexpectedly funny, Man Up has been encouraging and entertaining audiences since 2016 and continues to be one of the fastest growing shows in its segment. Want to book a speaker, show, or post a comment? Go to Man Up on Facebook or our website, www.man-upspiritualoasis.com. And now, back to the No Church Answers Tour and the Fellows of Man Up. And welcome back. This is Man Up Spiritual Oasis for Men. We're not pastors. We're just regular guys, except Pastor Post has joined us again. Got a great panel we are talking about. The Ten Commandments, and specifically, honor your father and your mother, that your days may be prolonged in the land which the Lord your God gives you. I think back to my own, and I am lucky in the fact that I grew up generationally. I had my grandparents live across the street from me. So I had my parents in the house and my grandparents across the road. So I got to see the respect and honor that my parents gave my grandparents as an example of how I was to respect the direction that my parents gave me. I think because, and I moved to Texas from Michigan, it was a <clears throat> opportunity. I mean, it was a uh migration uh, for a job and just like many people so my kids don't have that they don't have their grandparents across the street they don't have those kind of examples and I think there's so many other things society factors 
that have made this huge change in the society that we have today. I had two parents in the household. A lot of children, even on my block, there's only one other family that has the mother and father in the home. The rest are either raised by grandchildren, by a mother and stepfather, or some type of some type of broken home kind of thing. And those kind of forces have had a huge effect on the society that we deal with now. You made a comment. You watched your parents, and, and, and let's get practical again, what we're talking here. You watched your parents honor your grandparents, or their parents, in other words. Am I correct? Yes. Yes. When you say honor, we're talking about what didn't argue with them or didn't fight, or they, if they disagreed, it was respectfully. Things like that, right? I, I, I know if somebody's out there and they're saying, well, how do you do this stuff, for instance? How do you discipline your children? How do you teach your children respect for you, for your parents, your grandparents? What, practically speaking, are we talking about? Uh, and, and, of course, Larry's mentioned, y'all have mentioned, you also honor your children. Uh, respect your children, right? You talk to them to the level that they can be talked to, right? Mm -hmm. If you can talk to them as an adult, you talk to them as an adult. If you have to step down a little bit in the level, you talk to them that way, but you treat them as a human being. That's, Am I correct? That's well put. That's well put. And, and that, that well, I is. think one of the toughest things yeah. um, about being a parent and even a father is, isn't so much that, um, treating your child as a human being, but basically adjusting as they get older. And I know I my father agree. had a lot Absolutely. of issues with that, but yeah. uh, I was thinking you, there, there isn't much difference between how you can approach a seven-year-old and a five-year-old when your kid is eight, when your kid is seven. Mm -hmm. There is a big difference when they're 17 and 15. And, oh, yeah. and no this question. whole, then no that's when, that's, that's when you're be going to begin to really just, you know, Understand that they're another person. I, I understand that there are boundaries between you and this person. Um, you certainly want that relation, that loving relationship to be there, but it's going to change, and it's going to change even more when they get into adulthood. And, you know, you want, I, I, I'd, I'd like the way you and Andrew just, you know, get along. And he comes, now he's a man, he, he comes to the man up Sunday school. Uh, because he wants to. I never invited him. I never invited him. <laughs> um, but so so well there. Um, Practically speaking, let me suggest mm -hmm. one of the things I did, and y'all may have done it in a complete different way. But when my son was going to do something I thought was not not very mm -hmm. sharp or might hurt him, I said, "You don't do that, and this is the reason why." Or mm -hmm. if I disciplined him, mm -hmm. this is the reason I'm disciplining you. When I was in the old school, Bill may be the same. No, maybe your parents did not. But my, my dad says, you don't do that. And I said, why? He says, because I told you not to. He didn't explain it. When you're, yeah. right. when you're young, that's it. But not, you, not, not when they're 13 or 14, right. because they're not going to take that. But, but I think to, to cut to your question, though, you have to, you have to be worthy of respect. I mean, yeah. when, when, when your children are young, they will look up to you. They will want yeah. to be like you. Yes. As they get older, they'll begin to watch you. And will you, will you do as you do? Will you yeah. do as you say or just, 
you know, not. How you treat other people. And, and how will you treat other people? And how, sure. how you're, yet yeah, you're, that will come out. We've talked sure. about that a lot. Are you a, you, you, earlier you were talking about the guy who got off on, you know, playing games with his kids. And that's rather sadistic. And at the end of the day, that kid learns that my father is not reliable. My father, a, my, my father, my father makes it up as he goes along. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, and, right. and but on the right. other side, will you will, will you make mistakes? Yes, it's, it comes down to uh, making making yourself worthy of respect. And one of those ways, and I'm going to go again, go out and say it, one of that way is to have religion in your house, because then it's we're not doing you know dads and dad answers to an authority too. Yep. Right. Dad. I, Dad I does agree. not. Isn't. Isn't. You know. He. He is not the. He is not just the guy because he's in charge. He. He. He does he, things. He recognizes. Yes. He does yep. things because he believes in a, things in a certain uh, should be a certain way. Well, and and I'm gonna tackle on Steve. Steve, and I'm I'm gonna sideways a little bit and then come back. So you mentioned earlier about all the other stuff. Has anybody, and if you want to, Dave Ramsey has a lot of stuff out there. There's stuff from mm -hmm. Focus on the Family out there. There's a lot of things out there that not only talk about what Steve said earlier, anthropologically and sociologically how much proven it is that a two-parent household is the way, mother-father, to raise a child is the best way to do it. Yes. Go look at the financial numbers instead <laughs> if you don't right. think. Mm -hmm. the, the ones who have the most... To lose financially are people that have single parents. The parents never get married. The parents never get divorced. Never stay together. You're you're having kids before you are financially ready. And by the way, I don't think that means you need to have a hundred thousand dollars in the bank and a three hundred thousand dollar home. But to understand what the responsibility of it is from a financial standpoint, there's another piece to this. And in, in other words, this is one of those commandments that there's there's sociological, anthropological, financial, and spiritual reasons. Well, well notice it comes with, a, comes with a promise. Yes, yeah. yes, it yes, does. I mean, that last part, it doesn't say, it doesn't simply end with honor your father and mother. It says, so that your days may be prolonged in the land which your God gives you. And in the New Testament yep. version, says something very similar. But let me, let me go back to what you were, some yep. of, one of the things you were saying, Steve. Because we are living longer, there's a dynamic that I think that more and more of us are, to one degree or another, and I'll use the term enjoying, is the fact that not only are we having to take care of our children by choice, yep. but we're also, in many cases, having to take care of our parents. L Larry and mm -hmm. I run into each other quite frequently. Yes. <laughs> and, not at church. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and this is, you're talking about an example, your children can use you as an example to see, okay, how are you taking care of your mom and dad? Yep. Yes. Yep. Right. If you don't take care of your mom and dad, if you don't honor your mom and dad, what are your children going to think? What are mm -hmm. they going to emulate? Sure. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and get, let's get practical as we come down to the end of the, uh, uh, of the podcast. And <clears throat> and, and this is this is a tangent, but I just need to throw this out there. Um, I only have two children. My my parents had five. Okay, I try to spend time not only with 
both my children, my daughter and my son, but also with their friends. I like to be accessible to their friends so their friends know me. And so when my children are out making decisions as young adults and there's other peer pressure around them, typically it's going to be from their friends, the people that they hang around with. And I have heard, particularly some of my daughter's friends, uh, say, I know you wouldn't have approved of that, Mr. Cox. (laughs) And so you get help as a father when you get to know and take time to get to know the friends and the peer group of your children. They will help you in honoring you and keeping your children straight. They will know you and they will know what you will accept and what you won't accept. And I think that for me, that has been a huge help. And it's taken very little investment of my time. All I have to do is care. And I do care because I really like those kids. And I care, I, I care about each of them. Well, and, and let me ask you this because I, I found this as my kids were older. We had every year during spring break when the kids were in college, we had all the roommates. And it was really funny because it was the roommates and then went, the next year it was the roommates with girlfriends. And then the next year we had roommates and fiancés show up right. at our house for barbecue. Right. And it was really interesting to watch those kids kind of watch you a little bit because they had not seen, you know, Spencer got called out by a friend of his because his parents were, and I'm going to use air quotes, weird, because their family actually went and did stuff together. Like, they all went to baseball games together, and we went and did vacations together, and it was weird to them <laughs> that right. our family did all of that. Because right. there's no example, and I think that's one thing I'm, I'll call Christian guys out right now, Christian parents. You can't be a parent to your to your children's friends, but you can be a great example and role. You can be a too. mentor, absolutely, because, absolutely. Because they, the, the world has Steve and I have been hammering around all night <laughs> is sorely lacking in this and doesn't see it, and and they do think it's weird. You know, my wife and I celebrated 30 years of marriage this year. And people thought that was the weirdest thing ever because, wait, y'all been married same person? 30 years? Oh, the, my God. The <laughs> dog know? license get renewed one more year. I'm, I'm, I've, I've skated on thin ice a few years. Right. Right. But, but also in that, and that the second half of it is, you know, we do do things as a family. You know, we're, we're trying right now to figure out our family vacation next summer. Right. As a family, where everybody's right. going to go. We're all going to take off. We're going to go do a vacation together as a family. Right. Steve. Well, uh, to, to Robert's point, people still do this. I mean, and but it, it, you, you have to make the effort. You have to care. Uh, some of, you know, the bad and good. Um, the, the good is that I think numbers show that in the last, I think the last, the kids of the younger generation are staying married longer. There are less divorces. Out of my generation, there were a lot of divorces, uh, and it was almost, you know, it was pretty much up around 50, a little above a 50%, which is sad. And I'm going to, uh, I'm going to kind of tip 
my hand as to what we're going to get into next week. But sadly, marriages, unfortunately, are considered, well, they're part of the throwaway culture. Marriages are, and families are discarded much too casually, even in this day and age. I mean, and, and even, 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 and, and that, that I think has gone, has really began to spike when they created no-fault divorce. Marriages are, and families are worth the effort to build. They're worth the exasperation you've got to deal with. But, you know, you, you really, and, and really, the, the way it's supposed to work, there is no surrender. I mean, I'm sure, yes, don't come right back, yes, there are, there are bad marriages, there are violent marriages, there are marriages that should not stay together. That's one thing. But because a spouse doesn't reach the career goals you may have thought they had for them, or they're not as young and hot as they were once, uh, that, gee, the kids are, you know, you're, you're spending money on the kids and you don't get your sports car, that's those those are those are reasons those are no reasons to throw away your marriage or your family and unfortunately in the culture is signaled it's okay to do that oh you're being you're being stifled well guess what when you get married you're making a choice you're making a choice to build that marriage you're making a choice to build something larger than yourself and you can't have both you some sometimes you're going to have to choose you're going really going to have to choose the, the marriage and the family ahead of your own personal gratification. And yeah, people will tell you, there are plenty of people out there who will tell you, put your personal gratification ahead of you. Do that in 10 years down the line, you're probably not going to be very happy. You're going to look back and say, I should have stayed. Unfortunately, I should have stayed. And I, 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 so you're saying that marriage and family is not an easy thing? It's not right. easy at all. No, it's hard. Nothing is nothing is easy. And if, you, and if you, you really want to know how, how good you and your spouse's relationship is, take it from me. Have a water incident. <laughs> well, thanks, Steve, for uh, landing that lead balloon. Let me in. But, but, and, and I'll tell you what. I'll pick I have to go back and rethink my thoughts now. Right, 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 right. You know, you know what? And I'll pick his up just a little bit real quick. It's hard work. Oh yeah. But at the end yeah. of the day, it's so worth it. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, and no the question about it. The rewards are there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, just like anything else in life, all the hard work is worth it. Michael Cropper, yeah, judge your uh, summary of honor yes. your mother and father. I think uh, Steve hit on one of the key things that's breaking the, the families apart, and that's simply selfishness. Oh, and in so doing, you can't be selfish and honor other people at the same time. You can't do it, right? Because right. our mind will Absolutely. only go one way. It'll either go after making other people valuable, and that's why God put us here, was to honor other people and to serve Him and to love other people, right? 1 Corinthians 13 is the most phenomenal chapter, folks. It's the love chapter. But that's why God put us here, to love other people. And if we, we can't remain, you cannot get married have children and be selfish because you're going to end up in defeat, as Steve said. And that's, that's what this is all about. On your father and mother that your days may be prolonged to land, uh, in the land where the Lord your God gives you. And folks, 
our society today is falling apart because we didn't teach our children to do this. Many of our people did not. We have, right. we can all say we can do that here, but folks, you have to teach your children to love them. Uh, Pastor Post, your takeaway from uh, this podcast. All of the other commandments we have studied and we have already found out and we will study and learn have an impact on, from the time that we are born until the time that we die. This one is unique in that at some point in time, we're not going to have the opportunity to love and honor our parents. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Man. Man. Let me up. We're not really laughing. Right. Wow. Larry. Man, we're just regular guys. But here, here we get the pastor in here, man. <clears throat> My name is Bill Cox. Thank you so much for joining. And my takeaway is this. Honor your mother and father, but be an honorable person yourself with your children. You're not their friend. You're not their buddy. You're their dad. Be the dad. This is podcast number 124. We're so glad that you joined us. We are on iTunes, Facebook, all of our podcasts are archived on SoundCloud. We're now on iHeartRadio, and we have a uh, website called manupspiritualoasis.com. You feel free to post a question. We'll go ahead and we will answer it on the next podcast. We want to invite each and every one of you, if you're ever in the Sugarland area, stop in Sugarland Baptist Church. Come on. Love to have you. Also, though, we want to encourage you to join a local Bible-based church. Why local? So you'll go. Go get involved. Also find an ABF. We call them Adult Bible Fellowships, commonly known as a Sunday school class. But it's a small group where you can discuss things and have partners on this faith journey that each and every one of us individually are on. So you can talk about things that you can't talk about anywhere else. That is why we do this podcast. And find one that is men only. And if there isn't one, star one. This is Man Up! You've been listening to Man Up. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Dedicated to the uncommon man. Created by equally uncommon men. If I were the man I was five years ago, I'd take a flame through into this place. You can contact us on Facebook under Man-Up. Post questions, and we'll answer them right here on the Man Up Podcast.